Alright folks, well, welcome aboard Tuesday Night Edition, Philip Ward Show. Now it is 11.06 on the East Coast, 8.06 on the West Coast, and my goodness gracious. So, there's still no call. Right now it's being considered too close to call in the Pennsylvania Senate race as far as the Republicans go. Uh, but what a night though for David McCormick, the uh, former, by the way, not a lot of people uh, sort of know the background, David McCormick. Uh, he was a, a hedge fund manager. Actually, I believe he was CEO at some point, uh, uh, Bridgewater Associates. Uh, and so I tell you what, he has had a phenomenal, like, there's like 98% or 99% of the vote that's in right now. And by the way, earlier tonight we were hearing about irregularities that are happening in Pennsylvania Mail-in voting is still a thing as far as Pennsylvania goes. I, you know, I just... Mail-in voting, even the former Attorney General, Bill Barr, who, as we've seen now, uh, clearly is no fan of Donald Trump, writing a whole book about it. And even though, even back in 2019, or excuse me, in 2020, September of 2020, you know, he's on Propaganda News, CNN, telling Wolf Blitzer that mail-in voting... There is fraud. It is susceptible to fraud. I just, I am so sick and tired of this mail-in voting. By the way, one of the reasons mail-in voting, we're saying, well, people don't want to get sick. People want, don't want to go to their polling location. They just want to sit at home. Well, that's another, by the way, all because of COVID. You know, they've answered everything is, is, is COVID, which, you know, supply chains are still, oh, why? Because of COVID. You know, we can't get cars shipped in the United States. Oh, well, it's because of COVID. Everything's because of COVID. At some point in time, we got to start saying that can't be used as an excuse anymore. However, on this program, and, and all these are reasons why on this program, we still count for you. Because remember when they told us 15 days to slow the spread? Well, that was a lie. 30 days to slow the spread? Lie. Today is the 792nd day of slowing the spread. Hopefully we'll be there soon. Do I have a real faith and belief in that? No, at least not until hopefully Republicans regain the House and the Senate. You know, we and, and we got a lot of sort of races tonight. Uh, Madison Cawthorn uh, in North Carolina. Now, it's, it's pretty interesting, by the way. Oh, and the Joe Unity Biden administration. A Joe Unity Biden administration. Joe Unity was here in Buffalo uh, earlier today. Tell you what, folks, couldn't find the time in the day to go and see him. Uh, and I and I'm absolutely upset about it too. You can tell in my voice. But anyway, so um, in North Carolina, you have Madison Cawthorn, and you know they've sort of been saying like Trump back, Trump endorsed candidate Madison Cawthorn, who. I thought particularly, I thought he did quite a good job. Uh, you know, I, I didn't really see anything wrong with Madison Cawthorn. Then I see, you know, you sort of get these uh, scandals. That, uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, uh, Cawthorn has, was, uh, quote, viewed as a rising star. Where's this? New York Post writes this. Viewed as a rising star in the GOP uh, when he won in 2020 in March Cawthorn called Ukrainian president. Then you sort of get into this. Uh, he called Ukrainian president Zelensky a thug uh, in charge of an incredibly evil government. I mean, you could see how public perception really didn't uh, uh, take to that. 
you know, uh, here's, but I mean, Zelensky, my goodness, I mean, he is making mil billions of dollars off of the uh, Russian-Ukrainian war. Um, I mean, you're entitled to your own opinion. I don't be particularly think Zelensky's, um, I guess, a quote, thug in charge of an incredibly evil government. You, you teach your own. Uh, he also twice was arrested trying to carry a gun on an airplane and has been accused by a former aide of denying her emergency leave after her husband suffered a heart attack. Now, by the way, lawmakers, you know, Congress people, Senator, they, they make uh, comments like this uh, all the time. The real issue with Madison Cawthorn, though, I'll tell you right now, is none of that. What it is, is he said this, and this was in March, he said that Congress is like, quote, House of Cards. Now, if you haven't seen the series House of Cards, Kevin Spacey plays a Democrat, obviously, politician, Hollywood, go figure. And it, it, it like shows like that there's a very slippery slope, I guess I would call it, to the top. You know, there's there's murders, uh, there's, there's affairs, there's, you know, drugs. I mean, it's just a pretty wild show he says he sort of said that congress is exactly like that he said quote the sexual perversion that goes on in washington he says i mean being kind of a young guy in washington where the average age is probably like 60 or 70 you know you look at all these people a lot of them that i've looked up through through my life and all of a sudden you get invited quote we're going to have a sexual get together at one of our homes you should come. He said, he goes, what did you just ask me to come to? And then you realize that they're asking you to come to, you know, something that I'm not going to say on radio. Define it as group sex. I guess that's the best way to go about it. Uh, he says, you watch them do a bump of cocaine right in front of you. And it's like, this is wild. Now, I mean, then you had the uh, House Minority Leader, Kevin McCarthy, who I've been saying, I don't know, I don't particularly trust. I, I, I got a California Republican, I mean, right then and there, that's sort of half of a Democrat. If Republicans are to regain the House in November, he'll probably be the um, Speaker of the House. I personally, myself, prefer Jim Jordan, from uh, Congressman from Ohio. Uh, but Kevin McCarthy says, quote, uh, he, he told reporters that Madison Cawthorn had, quote, lost my trust and would have to earn it back. So, I mean, it wasn't particularly like a lot of, uh, you know, Republicans were getting behind Madison Cawthorn. I think even uh, uh, Tom Tillis got out there and, and, and endorsed uh, uh, Edwards, who he ended up, who he ended up losing to, uh, Senate, uh, North Carolina State Senator Chuck Edwards. Uh, so he'll be the uh, Republican candidate and probably a very solid red district. So uh, North Carolina State Senator Chuck Edwards will, will probably at this point in time, and, you know, that's not to say anything could happen in November, but he will probably uh, be, be the congressman from uh, the 11th district in North Carolina. Um, then uh, let's see. Uh, now, so when it comes to... Uh, Cawthorn being a, a, a Trump-endorsed candidate, Donald Trump said this, quote, when Madison was first elected to Congress, he did a great job. Recently, he made some foolish mistakes, which I don't believe he'll make again. 
let's give Madison a second chance. So that's really all Donald Trump has sort of had to say. And yet then you're going to, I mean, I tell you right now, you're going to get headlines and, 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 and stories all about, well, a Trump endorsed, a Trump backed candidate has lost in North Carolina. And then they'll start talking about, well, how big is Donald Trump's influence really on the Republican Party? Well, I tell you what, you got Dr. Oz right now. And folks, we're still monitoring. Like I said, it's, it's like 99% of the vote is in at this point in time. Still too close to call. I, I, I'm looking at the counties and where other votes are. Uh, so supposedly, I guess we have some mail-in voting or some things like that. Mail-in ballots have to be counted. Some areas that they don't even start counting uh, until after the polls are closed. So, I mean, you know, you do your own thing, Pennsylvania. But, it, again, it, this should be another, you know, sort of sign that mail-in voting, it, it, it just has to go away. I, you can't, I always say, you know, when it comes to Election Day, give everybody the day off. And then go to your polling location, vote for your preferred candidate. You know, if you're a Republican, you get one ballot. If you're a Democrat, you get eight. Nah. <laughs> always a great joke. I tell you what, when I go to the polling thing, I always pull out my ID. I say, hey, did you need this? No, that's, uh, that's all right. Yeah, all you need me to do is sign. That's, that's, that's a great way to verify if someone is who they say, right? Yeah, just, no, just sign your name. You're, you're good to go. You're a Democrat. Here's 10 ballots. But anyway, and then, you know, I, I think we should be able to know who the president is, who the uh, president-elect is at the end of the night. Or if, if it's got to run, you know, in an hour or two, then then that's fine. I mean, that happened in 2016. Democratic Party said, you know what? Oh, my goodness. We lost that election where, where there wasn't mail-in voting. So, you know what? From here on out, we need mail-in voting. And we need an excuse for it. So, let's just use COVID as an excuse. I mean, it, it's just, to me, it's it's... It's unfathomable how here in the United States we have election irregularities, as they continue to call it. And, 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 and most of the time, the people, the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars in the mainstream media, they don't even care. You know, as long as they're sort of preferred candidates, Democrats, that as long as they win the election, well, it, it, must, be, it must be free and fair. Um, so anyway, so... Uh, also in North Carolina, though, uh, here's a headline. Trump-backed Bud wins North Carolina Senate primary. This was a Congressman Ted Bud. Uh, now, he was projected as the winner. I mean, like that. The AP called the race literally at 747. Uh, Ted Budd was projected to clinch the Republican Senate nomination in North Carolina, overcoming a challenge from former Governor Pat McCrory. Handing and and listen here, this is another Trump endorsed candidate who got a win tonight. Uh, President Trump, uh, uh, handing former President Trump a major win. Trump endorsed Bud, three time congressman, last summer in a move that came as a surprise to Republicans. That support kicked off a steady climb in the polls for Bud, who managed to galvanize the support of North Carolina uh, Republican voters. Recent months emerged as the primary's frontrunner. So, I mean, there's a win for Donald Trump. Uh, also, in the um, gubernatorial race in Pennsylvania, uh, you have Donald Trump, who endorsed, who is another guy who has been called as the winner, Doug Mastriano. Uh, quote, Mastriano wins Pennsylvania uh, Republican governor primary despite party concerns. 
uh, you know, Donald Trump on Saturday endorsed Doug Mastrano. Uh, he says there's no one in Pennsylvania who has done more or fought harder for election integrity, State Senator Doug Mastriano. Uh, he also uh, incorporates, uh, he says, quote, I have fully endorsed Dr. Oz. Now is my great honor to give my complete and total endorsement. To a man will never let you down, Doug Mastriano. Um, let's see, Mastriano defeated a crowded field of other gubernatorial candidates, including uh, former Congressman Lou Barletta, his main primary rival, had a healthy polling lead during the weeks leading into the, into the primary. Staunch hardliner in the Republican Party, centered much of his campaign around the un, un, oh here you go here's the uh, who is this the hill by the way unsubstantiated claims of widespread voter fraud in 2020 state senators scored oh and by the way i tell you right now watch this uh who tweeted this Ma, uh, mona salama uh who's a uh, uh, news reporter so check this out right uh this is how and 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 it's literally all of the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars that they are in the mainstream media, the way that they've described Doug Mastriano's victory, it's pretty incredible. So NPR says, Doug Mastriano, a far-right candidate endorsed by Trump, has won the Pennsylvania GOP primary. NBC News, far-right sen uh, state senator Doug Mastriano is the, is the GOP nominee. Propaganda News, CNN. Doug Mastriano, who is backed by Trump, wins GOP gubernatorial primary. Uh, uh, Washington Compost, he's, he, he led the effort to overturn Biden's 2020 victory. I mean, literally in the, in the headline, literally in the news update. You know, how, how are you supposed to believe these people? You know, why, to me, I don't understand why. Oh, another uh, headline, this is uh, in Politico. Now, check this out. This, right before we came on the air, North Carolina Republicans just booted Madison Cawthorn from Congress. So you can sort of see the, you're, you're, you're led to believe that these people are true news organizations. But right then and there, they're already pulling you in a direction. They're already saying, well, okay, he's a winner tonight, but remember, he did this. And it's all because, well, he must be an insurrectionist. And it's all got to do with January 6th. Um, Doug Mastriano won the GOP nomination for governor. He made false claims of election fraud. Uh, AP. Uh, Doug Mastriano wins Republican nomination despite warnings from some GOP leaders that he is too extreme. So, I mean, you, you obviously see, folks, what the, the way that the mainstream media is already um, trying to categorize that victory. Now... And by the way, da, 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 check right now. Still too close to. I mean, what? Honestly, we're probably not going to get a call tonight. On uh, if it's in within, I think uh, point by points uh, that there's going to be a, a recount or whatever. So I mean, they truly, Lord knows what's going to happen between. And by the way, Kathy Barnett. I mean, she seems totally out of it um, at this point. Uh, so it's going to be between Oz and McCormick. One of them is, is, is going to be the Republican nominee uh, for Senate in Pennsylvania. Uh, and by the way, I would say, you know, I've, I've been uh, pointing out on the program, listen, whoever, you know, in Pennsylvania that you believe is the most conservative choice, whoever you believe, by the way, is going, it, it now, John Fetterman, uh, who's the, John Fetterman, by the way, 
We have, I have an article here for you on John Fetterman. I'll tell you about this. I don't think a whole lot of people sort of knew about this. So John Fetterman uh, won the Democratic uh, Senate primary, so he will be the nominee for the Democrats. Uh, he, by the way, I uh, God bless him. By the way, thoughts and prayers are with him and his family. Uh, the guy had a, a health scare. You know, he had a, a stroke. Um, so... You know, like I said, you never want to see anything like that happening. Uh, but, um, you know, he's in the hospital still tonight. I think he literally had surgery earlier today. I uh, found time to tweet, thank you for choosing me as your Democratic nominee for U.S. Senate in Pennsylvania with like about 88 exclamation points. I'm so deeply honored. It's a picture of him and his dog as well, and it's animated. I don't really know what's going on there. Anyway, this Fetterman guy, I'll tell you right now, folks, is absolute bad, bad, bad news. Um, because, and, and where was this? This is in the uh, Inquirer this is, um, in Pennsylvania. Everything to know, now get this, everything to know about the 2013 John Fetterman jogger incident. And like I said, I don't think a lot of people know about this. Uh, in the first Pennsylvania Democratic Senate debate to feature all major candidates. Now, this, by the way, this came uh, last month. Um, Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman uh, was asked a question about a January day in 2013. He had pursued a man and pulled a shotgun on him. Now, hold on a minute, because John Fetterman is supposedly this progressive. And when I say progressive, I'm talking Bernie Sanders. I'm talking evil, coward, communist, Bernie Sanders progressive. I wonder if the people in the Keystone State in Pennsylvania, if they really want that as a senator. Um, and this guy, I mean, he's run for just about every single position there is to run for in Pennsylvania. Um, listen to this. The uh, people of, of Braddock, uh, you know, where he was mayor, uh, who know me, uh, just outside of uh, Pittsburgh, I believe. He says that, know my heart, know that 2013 had nothing to do with what we're saying, he said. So you're probably wondering, well, what happened? So in 2013, he's in his second term as the mayor of Braddock in January 2013 when he heard gunshots not far from his home. Then he saw someone running from the area. Fetterman said in a TV interview at the time that he rushed his four-year-old son inside the house, called the police and then pursued the man in his truck. So he's going to take matters into his own hands. And what is a progressive Democrat, one, doing with a shotgun, and two, doing with a truck? You know about climate change. What is the, what's the matter with this guy? Um, he said he confronted him with a 20-gauge shotgun to stop him from fleeing before police arrived. He says, quote, well, uh, I believe I did the right thing. But I may have broken the law in the course of doing it, and I'm certainly not above the law. Literally, in the piece, they write, was Fetterman ever charged with a crime? No, he was never charged with any crime at all. So the um, 20, uh, incident didn't receive much attention in 2013. Fetterman went on to twice be reelected as mayor of Braddock. Uh, 2016, Fetterman lost his first Senate race in the Democratic primary. Uh, and then the same was true well, where it didn't receive a whole lot of attention then. Didn't receive a whole lot of attention when he ran for lieutenant governor in 2018. Um, by the way, the uh, jogger here, is, the jogger's name is uh, Miaris, is his uh, last name. 
He says, uh, quote, he knew my race. By the way, this guy, Miaris, is a, is a black man. He says, and he says, he knew my race. The gun was aimed at my chest while he loaded five red shells into the tube of the 20-gauge uh, TAC shotgun. Uh, he says, once he finished, he aimed it at my face out of the Ford F-150 truck. Like I said, you know, a shotgun and a truck, and this guy's supposed to be progressive. While Fetterman has maintained he heard gunshots, Miaris has said the noise was bottle rockets. Two other people in the area reported gunshots to police. I mean, th so think about this. You know, here's John Fetterman who sees a black guy jogging down the street. He says he heard bottle rockets. Fetterman says that they were gunshots. And so he just gets in his truck, loads up his shotgun, and goes and points it at the guy? It's, it, it's pretty wild, if you ask me. Uh, I think it'll definitely come out. And like I said, you know, regardless of uh, whether it's Dr. Oz who wins this primary, whether it's Dave McCormick who wins the primary, you got to remember, folks, they're, either one of them is going to be a lot better than John Fetterman in a, in, a in a seat, in a Senate seat here, that Republicans, I mean, absolutely have to win. The whole election is must win for the Republicans. Again, remember... It is, uh, it, we have a common enemy here. That common enemy is the Democratic Party's agenda, the Democratic Party's policies, the direction the Democratic Party is pulling the United States of America. Even headline here earlier today, quote, the nationwide average for a gallon of gas hit a record price for the eighth straight day. Baby formula shortage. Biden's baby formula shortage. Had a Nebraska mom. Uh, uh, this was on uh, the uh, uh, KETV in Nebraska. She says uh, she traveled all around town looking for baby formula, couldn't find anything. Quote, you just sit there and cry because what are you going to do for your child? Uh, in Maine, a uh, woman says, this is a quote, terror unlike anything I've ever felt. I never thought I would see the day that my daughter would lack for anything in America. In Virginia, uh, CBS News, uh, mom says, quote, uh, it's been next to impossible to just find any formula. So again, remember, folks, we have a baby formula shortage. We have Biden inflation. We have a Biden border crisis. It's not getting any better with the Democratic Party and their one party rule. Earlier today, RNC released a statement. Uh, Tommy Pickett writes, Biden's cost of living tax, the quote, and the hashtag Biden gas hike keeps reaching new heights. Uh, the price of, of gas per gallon today, $4.52, a record high. Yesterday, $4.48, $4.37 a week ago, month ago, $4.08 a year ago, $3.05. When Joe Unity Biden took office, though, it was at $2.39. says it's part of the cost of living tax Biden is levying on every American. But when asked about how Biden plans to combat the Biden inflation, our press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, she couldn't even answer. In fact, she started talking about climate change, and she was literally reading off of her notes. I mean, that's how bad. Folks, it is going to be very bad having Karine Jean-Pierre as press secretary now so that's with biden inflation as far as the biden border crisis goes well cbp confirmed listen to this in april 200 
34,088 illegal aliens were encountered crossing the border. Biden's border crisis is now officially the worst crisis at the border on record. That includes an astounding 108,555 illegal aliens not from the Northern Triangle or Mexico. Biden's border crisis has truly gone global. And remember, so that's what CBP is already working as hard as they possibly can. DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, he's saying that they're preparing for the end of Title 42. So, again, remember, you know, these primaries are all well and truly good. But after the primary is over, remember that the Republican candidate is is going to, or at least we hope so, is going to fight against this Democratic agenda. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they stand a better chance of fighting against it rather than what the Democrats going to do. And like this John Fetterman guy, whether it's Oz or McCormick, where it's still too close to call at this point in time, I think that they're going to fight against this agenda, or at least I'd hope so. At least I'd hope so for the sake of the country. Anyway, folks, we have entered the 792nd day of slowing the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration, that agenda there. We all now have 978 days left to endure. Never a bad day to be an American. Thanks as always for listening, folks. Back here tomorrow night.